0: Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bekalian, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number 14, The Secret of Great Leadership, Forgiveness. Hey, we're talking about forgiveness, guys an intro? Go ahead. Yeah? yeah. An intro? So, I always believe that forgiveness feels more painful than the wound itself. That's pretty but, deep. That's deep. It's deep. It's, I, I think forgiveness is probably the deepest subject ever. Mm-hmm. Like, forgiving the person or forgiving yourself can be harder and more painful than the thing you've experienced.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And yet there is no peace without forgiveness.
2: There's so no peace? peace there's no
0: peace with yourself or with the person or the situation you need to, to let go of or forgive if there's no forgiveness. Um, yet it's the most powerful thing. So, so yeah.
3: How do you, like, genuinely... When someone hurts you, does something bad to you, whatever it is, relationships, whatever the cases work, how, how do you someone betrays you, somebody, whatever. How do you actually, I, I struggle with this. How do you forgive them when they're not apologizing, when they're not part of your life anymore? How do you truly, because I can say it out loud, but I'm I'm like annoyed and mad at this person and I think they suck. Well, <laughs> I
1: think there's two there's components. Five things, five things. I have two, two. And, and then and then let's see what you have to say for your five. But for me, there's two, right? So it's like, first of all, um, you are not forgiving them, you're forgiving yourself. Um, so that like, is number one. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. forgiving yourself, it really doesn't matter because you're forgiving yourself for allowing whatever it was that hurt you. Um, and then the second thing for me is you can forgive someone and still not agree with the action that they did that hurt you. So, like, I feel like there's a separation there. And actually it was my friend, Marianne actually the one who told me about she was having an argument with someone and she was like, I've gotten over the emotion of 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 the action, but I'm still upset about it separately. So she, she's forgiven the person and she's not, like, angry anymore at the person, but she still hasn't forgiven the action. And... You know, I, when she told that to me, I was like, wow, that's so cool that you were able to separate the two and say, like, I forgive this person, but I
3: don't forgive the action, and case closed. Can we go back to the first, mm-hmm. you're at the first one, like, can you, like, dive deeper into that? Into forgiving yourself? So, ultimately, like, Pam will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> is, sorry, I was guys. going like this, when she was so, so you. So you're, you're mad at someone, and you're saying, and you forgive yourself mm-hmm. yeah. for being mad at them? For no. So, it.
4: let's say...
1: You're healing. So let's say, like, um, let's say, okay, for lack of a better example, I call you stupid. And I say, I think you're a really big idiot. Um, And for some reason, that really triggers you. As a child, your parents always told you you were stupid and it hurts you and whatever. And so I tell you you're stupid and then we get in a fight and then... You you're angry at me, right? Because I called you stupid. But you're not really angry at me because I called you stupid. You're angry because you allowed me calling you stupid mm. to trigger you back to something that happened in your childhood that made you
0: feel. So you're inanimate. allowing it. You're allowing someone to take your to power, hurt you right? to take your power away, and you would understand it in something you taught me is mm. you didn't give your opinion in this. It's mm-hmm. the same thing as being in a monogamy. You know the conversation. It's like you decided for both of us. But you only decided for both of us if I didn't speak up. If I'm grounded within who I am and I realize I'm not stupid yeah. and whatever you say, I understand that it's about you. And if you're lashing out at me, it's probably because you're going through shit and it has nothing to do with of me. Of course, yeah. Then I don't get triggered. Then there's nothing for myself to forgive about myself. But if you I get this,
3: yeah. So. I love it because I talk about that all the time, that we feel, the way we feel is our own responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, but I've never put it in that context where like, I guess I'm, I'm I'm consumed with like forgiveness whatever. is
0: not about the other. It's a blessing to yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you're angry, like when you're when you're having a hard time forgiving, you're not having a hard time with the emotion of forgiving. you're actually angry at yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that you're angry, that's when it goes,-huh, uh
2: I'm angry at me. That's when it can start. The
1: I have this situation then, when um, mm, sorry,
0: mm,
2: uh, you're angry at yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm confused. So but, I like a question.
2: your power. It dip- you know, because again... Um, mm, because you gave mm. your power. Because
0: you allow the other persons so to I don't, I, I don't know if you I know, remember. If, But you
2: know, find situations where I'm thinking about sexual harassment, for instance, mm-hmm. um, within maybe a family member or whatnot, someone who's really young, for me, it's... It, it's not anger, it's shame.
1: It's a yeah, the concept
2: of saying I'm I'm angry at myself or... But you know, like, like, it's not de la colère, it's shame. I, it's shame, but... Uh,
1: it's guilt, uh, it's I feel shameful that this happened to me. A lot of the time, actually, I was just reading about shame. this recently, was that it's, it wasn't about so much the sexual act, but rather the shame that came with the sexual act afterwards, feeling shamed that this happened to you. So not so much like what actually happened, but the shame attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not always anger. I mean, it can manifest as anger. The shame can manifest as anger. But, it's not but truly, anger. the okay. root emotion is not anger. It's shame. You feel mm-hmm. shame that this happened to you or you know, victim or whatever else you title. To you come to back lie. to your
0: point, it doesn't justify or means that what they did is okay.
2: Right. You, right. You're
0: yeah. actively taking a stance and saying, okay, I'm going to free myself from, from this.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't enable you in life and exactly like carrying this. Exactly. In I am fri- so, I am yeah. taking
0: a voluntary choice. And that's the third point. Actually, I had like three, not five the, because people say forgiving is hard. Forgiving is hard. If you haven't decided you want to forgive. And it can take time. And that's that's the very important thing. It mm-hmm. can take the, as much time as you fucking need. And nobody can rush you. To, oh, it's okay. Just let it go. No, I don't want to let it go. You are the only one that masters when letting go is okay.
1: And you can also forgive someone and still decide not to have a relationship with them. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I've forgiven friends or people and still decided I didn't want any ties with them. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a choice. Yeah, You know, but I still forgave them. They don't live in my heart or in my mind and I'm not hurting still from whatever happened because I came to terms with, but I still had boundaries enough to cut
2: it off, you know? But some people are not aware when, like you were saying, um, to take a decision to say, okay, I'm going to forgive. But some people are not aware that they have all these uh, situations, like um, unfinished business, you know, especially with relationships around us. We don't take the time to tackle them. We don't take the time to close the seal the deal and and slow down and and, <laughs> s- slow down and, yeah. and really say, okay, this is really over, even if in the ex, what whatever it is. And I find that some people are not even aware that they need to go through that process of forgiveness because they're walking around being either angry or whatever. But then. They don't know that it's stories that you've accumulated and you have to take the time to. And you carry it on to your know? future
0: relationships. And it's yeah,
2: not like it's not future. something that you can tell someone, too. It's like, you know, you need to take time to heal. The person's like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm, I'm,
1: they like, have to decide for themselves. that's the
2: thing. But how? what triggers them to decide I, mean, it comes I need down. to. It can
1: be so many different things. Know? And I think everybody is different and it happens to people differently. I remember there was a time where, like, my behavior, I didn't like my behavior towards certain things. And I just had a pivotal moment where I was like, I don't want to be like that anymore. There was no one else that could tell me you're like this or you're like That's that or I you said, act this way or time. you like act that way. Mm-hmm. And nothing anyone could tell me I was in complete denial. I didn't really care what anyone else had to say. But at a moment when I slowed down and I realized I don't like the person who I am or I don't like the way I'm reacting to things or I don't like my means of communication or how I deal with things, what can I do to change it? Where can I start? I don't want to be or this way anymore.
0: Without judging yourself, like... I think there's better. I think there's hope for better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is stepping away. All you're talking about is the victim mindset. Mm-hmm. And that is so key. Cause when 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 you're willing to let go of your victim story, just the mere fact that you're willing to let go of it, you've already stepped into the forgiveness process. You're halfway there. You know, but victimhood is so addictive, right? Because it, it creates a foundation for for a lot other of things. things to you me so it makes that everything is outside
1: you of you, that nothing is in your control. And it also
0: enables you to not
2: grow take or take responsibility or, or accountability. Or after because what you want, and you know, and in a
0: more positive sense, yeah. it helps you connect with yourself. Because most of the time when you're in a victim standpoint, you're usually rushing so fast that you are disconnected completely from who you are, what mm-hmm. you need, what you're mm-hmm. feeling. And and when when you do slow down you know, you get to feel the real stuff as opposed to when you're a victim. You need the validation of the others, you know, yes. to make yourself feel connected. And you're connecting in the... in. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong, but you're connecting in a way that is not constructive to, you know, to you having balanced relationship or like... But you know what? Some people need the time. I mean, I, <laughs> one year ago, day to day, stood on a stage, you... Most of you, just one wasn't there because we weren't friends then. But three of you were there, and I spoke partly from a victim position, and and sitting, you know, watching you sit in the crowd, watching your eyes, and listening to myself speak, and seeing the people's reaction to part of my my speech, which was from a victim standpoint, Mm -hmm. another part which was from an empowering standpoint, and feeling how it felt in my body, I knew where I wanted to be from now on, and that again we come back to courage. You have to have courage to want to tackle forgiveness. Definitely. Right? Yeah. But it's, it's the ultimate once, key to peace. I think
1: once you, you come to the first realization that forgiveness is a is really an inside job and it's about yourself rather than the other, then that already kind of starts setting the tone for how you're going to go about it. And, w- like, you know, it kind of just sets the tone altogether. Because as, as, as long as you keep thinking that the forgiveness is, forgiveness is about the other person you'll never you know you'll never fully embody the forgiveness properly Mm. because you'll always think it's really about the other person really it's it's just about you yeah because someone told me that one day like when you're angry at someone right or when you're hurt by someone's behavior are they suffering or are you suffering Mm. you know Mm. they're not suffering they don't Mm. care they don't know that you're still hurt or they do and i mean it's not them you're the one who's hurting
0: also it's 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 not our job to correct people's behaviors
1: that's right. It's our mm. job to set healthy boundaries.
0: It's not our job to, uh, yeah, it's not our job to correct. And people believe that you know our job is to correct everyone that's around us. All you can do is, is love people,
2: support, it's love, encourage. And, and when you say correct uh, people's behavior, does it apply as a parent?
0: Hmm. Wow, that's that's an that's an interesting question. Um, with parents. There's something called hierarchy, and there's something called boundaries that are ne- that are necessary uh, for their own safety and protection. Because when they're real little children, they don't necessarily understand mm-hmm. um, what is vital is when you have when you have clear boundaries, correction is not that present anymore. It's when you have loose boundaries and hierarchy is not clear and you don't mm-hmm. have routine and Consistency. that's when I know from myself, like when I'm all over the place, my energy is all over the place. I'm not centered. I'm going too fast. My kids are going to be bouncing off the walls and then I'll yell. And that's where correction comes in. And that's mm-hmm. and then I'm not in a mindful place. I'm mm-hmm. acting and I'm doing the best that I can, but I'm still not acting in my higher self. Uh, whereas when I'm grounded and I'm here and I'm kind and I'm speaking slowly and being present with them, then there, there's no need for correction. They... They, they just Arthur woke up like I've been slowing down a lot these past few weeks and mm-hmm. Arthur just woke up this morning got dressed was ready was out the door like like magic whereas when I wake up and I'm stressed and I and then that's when you know and, and energy moves on from one person mm-hmm. to the next so mm-hmm. so so it all goes back to yeah just slowing down so but yeah correcting kids yeah but also correction like uh, what do
1: you mean by question? As I was going to say, it's funny that mm-hmm. you made that correlation because um, I had a situation where um, I wasn't agreeing with someone's behavior. Okay. And my innate reaction was to correct that behavior and be like, well, you shouldn't be like this. You should be doing this. And this is like, you know, how you should be going about it. And like suggesting, suggesting, suggesting and, and shoving and shoving and shoving. And the person was not uh, responding to yeah. me doing that. They mm-hmm. were just like... Even frustrated, if anything. And obviously, my intentions were coming from a good place. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help the person, right? Mm -hmm. And the person was just not taking in the information because A, they either weren't there yet or B, because it was not coming from someone that they respond well to Mm -hmm. or for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. But they weren't absorbing the information. And it's funny because in that moment, I was like, huh, this must be what being a parent is like. You can only encourage and suggest and be open when the person is open with you. You can't just like try to change someone and say like, "Well, you shouldn't be reacting like that," or you you know, and try mm-hmm. to correct them because mm-hmm. everybody has their own journey, your children included. And I'm I don't know, I'm not a, a parent mm-hmm. yet, so maybe you still have really young kids, so it's it still doesn't apply because they're well, still Rafi's learning. Well, is challenging
0: now also, but because he's becoming a teenager, but um, kids model. You know, when you go to therapy and you say, "Okay, my child is struggling," <laughs> the problem isn't the child. Dogs too. By the way, but yeah. it's exactly That's the same. They say there's no bad breeds. There's, there's just no bad, bad owners. child. There's no bad child, and children are children till they're about sorry for, for some of you here, like till you're like 20, 20 Five. Some, 25, 25 for women, twenty seven, twenty nine for for mm-hmm. the the brain can still modify its habits. So um, for life better. correction correction happens when. When you're forcing something that you're not applying it to yourself, if you're a they're you just gonna kind of follow. They're like little ducklings. Okay. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. so. Because again, I know I mentioned, like, a, I'm like, why are you talking about parenting? But it's just the fact that we're talking about it's not a place to correct someone's behavior mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but it's also it's normal to want to correct their behavior, the person that hurts you in a way where. You don't want it to happen to anybody else, so you Mm. wouldn't want the person to keep on hurting other people, right? Well, that's called speaking up.
0: That's different. And just because you're forgiving doesn't mean you don't get to speak up. You're allowed to speak up. It's your story. If it helps you heal, as long as it's coming from a place of healing and it's not coming from a place of hate. And that's my next point, which is when you're in a forgiveness mindset, you're operating from a place of love. You're not operating from a place of hate. So if it's vindictive to hurt him or to hurt her or hurt whoever, whatever has caused you to feel that you need to forgive, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is coming from a place of hate. If you're leading, because this is leaders who celebrate, leading from your heart, leading from a place of love, you're doing it to help others and to help yourself. Sharing is, is, is the most honorable thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But you also need to know, like, you need to know when it's time, you know, like, you have to give people space and you have to let them live their own journey and their own life and I mean children aside obviously I'm talking about like adults and when they're ready to reach out to you and say like hey you know there's this behavior of mine that I don't like what can I do to change it then you can share or if they ask like can I have your opinion then you can open up but like you can't change someone they have to want to do it themselves. it's a lot of work you know correction is. is a lot of work and it takes a lot of confronting and a lot of people are in denial and they don't know that they have problems to begin with or they don't know that they have behaviors that need to be corrected mm-hmm. because they've been enabled their whole life or because they don't see it or nobody ever confronts them or people just mm-hmm. say, oh, well, that's just how she is. I don't believe that, you know, you can say, well, look, I think like Pam said, you can express and and forgive or and set healthy boundaries. But it doesn't mean that you have to. It's your job to save someone or change how they are. It's not just wants- a lot
0: of pressure. This one's for Kavita. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to stick around. Also. Mm-hmm. Also. Thoughts on that? Sorry? Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to stick around.
3: Yeah, and then what Then what did you say?
0: Your thoughts on that.
3: Oh. Um, I think that's probably what I s- struggle with. I have a very hard time, like, letting go of, like, relationships in general. I think I've shared this before. Not as much as I used to, but... I do I have difficulty with making peace with someone who I feel has hurt me and who's not part of my life anymore and I want I want to like I want to move on and let it go and and I don't want and I feel very strongly in that I have no interest in being part of this person's life or vice versa anymore but I still have like so it's it's almost the reverse of what you said so I'm able to let go of the relationship better than I used to um but unable to forgive sometimes or at least that's how it feels do you ever
1: dig and try to think why it is that you don't feel like you want to forgive that person
3: I guess I'm just still like angry
0: Mm. I think this is where Murtika should come in because she had an experience recently with something like this without going into the details of it like where you actually had to put your emotions down on paper and how that created a huge shift for you
4: yeah so um well, with PAMS coaching, <laughs> I was able
0: to go through our forgiveness process, and I felt so amazing. Can you put a honoring. pause? It's not me. You were so willing. You were you were yeah. butting heads with this, and you realized you needed to, to pass through it. Yeah. And you were like, something's not sitting with me, and exactly. I can't put my finger on it. But you had an intention. Yeah. So it wasn't me. You just reached out for help, which is amazing. But you had the courage and the desire to see that something was not aligning and needed to be. Exactly. And I love to look at forgiveness, like
4: it's healing a part of your soul that's not in alignment. And so when be, before talking about the feeling thing, um, I was reading Think and Grow Rich, and I just came to this amazing breakthrough that our bodies only respond to feeling. Mm. And the only way to talk and resonate with the feelings that we're feeling in our body is to actually identify what those feelings are. And that's the only way to really, really heal. So if you're feeling angry about something, it's really putting that feeling like, well, how does this person makes me feel? And if you can write down, I feel angry because of da da da.
0: Which is the feminine way of writing. I feel,
4: by the way. you know, I feel disempowered because you said no, no no And you can really start to pinpoint. Then you're actually communicating to your subconscious mind, which is helping you release
0: all the shitty feelings that you're feeling. Maybe explain the situation. Itself, Like, without naming names or, like, just how you went through the process? Because I think that could help a lot of people listening. Like, the actual Mm -hmm. process, how you did it. Yeah, so, uh,
4: like, I was having a difficult situation with a person, and I had to sit down and write a letter. And my first letter to that person was just full of anger, and it was blame, (laughs) and it was just, it was mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was pointing
0: to the outside. Yeah, it was pointing to the outside,
4: and, you know, you've done that, and you've done me wrong, and, you know, you owe me this, and... All those words, right? And then so I sent it to Pam. I'm like, I want to send this because that's how (laughs) I'm feeling. And that's my facts of the situation. Mm -hmm. And I I said, maybe not. How (laughs) about maybe we work on the letter a little bit more before we send it out? So then I just reshifted the whole story into, like, I feel angry because this happened. Yeah, same sentence. You just changed the way. I just changed all the sentences to I feel statements, basically. And it felt like I was taking full responsibility in that letter. And, like, after that letter, I just had an amazing breakdown. I was, like, crying, and I felt, like, the instant relief. And I didn't even send the letter because I didn't need
3: to. Mm -hmm. I love this story.
4: (laughs) I didn't need to. And, like, the chapters close, Mm -hmm. and I feel amazing because for that, well, it went on for three weeks. I was waking up every morning just feeling really, really angry. And it was just gone instantly.
2: Is it how you handle an argument? You can. When you're having a heated argument. Yeah. You should. So instead of saying you fucked up, I say, I feel. It needs to be factual. I I
0: feel. (laughs) (laughs) When you do this, this,
3: something that's actually, something the person's actually done. When you do, when you show up 15 minutes late. When I've said this, when you do this, okay. this is how so I, I feel. You have to start with your yeah.
0: emotion first. Or I so feel like, I feel like well, this. I feel like when this you when do you do this. this. Yeah. Because oh. it's not about them; it's about yeah. you. Um, in okay. the AA guide, the twelve steps. One of the steps is you always take responsibility for for whatever for your day or your actions. So um, for the long, like I I joined the AA part of my journey five years ago. Not necessarily for alcoholism, but for I emotional addiction. Right you want to do that? And I hope
2: you. Want to do
1: that? Yeah.
0: Join AA. Yeah. For and one.
1: um just for for to an to experience learn to because they, they teach you so much about yeah, stuff. I learned, yeah. are, I
0: are you learned gonna so check
1: much. if you're really an
2: alcoholic or you just I don't show up?
0: <laughs> sorry. I'd go. But they're alcoholic But alcoholic is is a term that can me. be used for <laughs> it's addiction. For any form of addiction, you know, like okay. whether you're addicted to 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 substance, to alcohol, to emotional addict, sex, food, uh gaming addicted to food? Yeah, food can be could be like there's so many different ways you can be, um, and I think we just you know vegalize addiction. Addiction is a lack of connection. That's what it is. Really, there are studies that have shown that addiction, but apart for the one percent yeah, there's a one percent mm-hmm. recessive gene that people some people will have and uh, and um, and so um, those people if. They uh, they drink or in, like with substance. Mm-hmm. It's really really hard for them to stop because it's like a genetic predisposition that makes them crave okay. it more. It's, yeah. it's That's another thing. But for you know the rest of us, mm-hmm. um, or for those who don't have this recessive gene, um, it's really about about connection. And to come back to the point I was saying is that at the end of the day, les jours je remets in French. At the end of the day, I. Uh, I look at my day and I and I take responsibility for my 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 connections, the th- the words I've used, and mm-hmm. taking total responsibility. And slowly, slowly I came to realize sometimes I use words and I hurt people and, and I didn't mean to and just it takes it's practice to call and say, you know what, I said things in a in a harsh way and maybe I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't mean it that way, I meant mm-hmm. it this way. And you know what? You learn to love yourself so much more because you realize that you are growing and being accountable for the things you say and then it makes you also think about them when you're using them in the future but Mm. what you are asking is like if so it's the same thing so if you're having an argument with someone and that's the Gottman Institute's the Four Horsemen. We're talking about this yeah. in Antarctica. I encourage everyone to go on their YouTube channel and just absorb all their content. It's called the Gottman Institute. Gottman Institute. They've been doing that's studies so on relationships good. for like two decades now. On real, they've been following couples for like two decades. You should go to mm-hmm. uh, Kavita. And so they call this the, the Four Horsemen. So the one that would be, here is if you have an argument, what people will do is they will bolt and go in yeah. different directions. But this is like, it gives you guidelines on how to deal with arguments because you know it's,
4: it's a similar process.
0: Yeah. So you just basically it says that you agree to give yourselves a twenty minute timeout where you guys can re focus, slow down, mm-hmm. you know, regulate your emotions and come back and and really, you know, come back in a place and, and, and exchange from a from a place mm-hmm. of okay, we're calm, we're composed. This is not just, you know, us being triggered because we get triggered we
2: all get yeah, triggered we want the other person time. to feel the way yeah. they make they made us feel you exactly. know yeah and I and love like
4: what Kavita said like about that person that you forgive consciously because you have the consciousness to whatever it's not that big of a deal or you know mm-hmm. it's not worth putting the relationship to the side for that but in your body you're still feeling angry and that's why putting the I feel statements, it's really communicating with your subconscious mind, which is the one that will help you.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to do ultimately. what you said. I'm going to do the yeah. letter and then I'm uh, going to like switch it. Yeah. I'm do it letter. Sure. Letter too. I am
0: gonna have two thoughts. I write letters all the time. And, I, and actually every time I've had, um, I've had to turn the page on a relationship of, of whatever kind, um, I actually send notes now. I don't just do letters to myself. I actually mm. take that extra step. And I find that, it kind of closes that page, and you can move on, uh, and perhaps uh, restore relationships in the future. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you need time. Uh, my an example is my my therapist. Like I saw her for two years, and we had a huge falling down, and it was it was pretty brutal. Like I think, I never would have expected that neither her or I would be in a place where I'm seeing her again, um, but. Uh, yeah restor- I've learned this past month that restoration can be even even like I, I knew there were gifts out there, but restoration from something that's been broken and that you have closed with care and intent and to come back to it once time enough sufficient time has passed and each one has done their work and grown. And then coming back to the place where you can... Act. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean restoration happens all the time. But when it does, it's pretty fucking powerful. That mm-hmm. never happens mm-hmm. for me. Well, really?
2: Restoration? Never.
0: I'm going through it right now. But you're talking about, are you talking about men or gender? No, no, no. I, mm-hmm. When I think about it, I'm
1: thinking about more women. I can, like, forgive. Mm-hmm. I can... But, like, truly? Truly forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely have to express myself. It's really important for me. If I don't express myself yeah, about the conflict... That then it really eats at me on the inside and I get sick. Like, I'll get heartburn, I'll get pain, I'll get, like, I physically feel it in my body. So I have to absolutely express myself. And once I do, I seem to have no desire for reparation. It's like, and it's not because I'm bitter or I'm angry. I think we talked about this a bit. Remember we spoke about this? Yeah. It's not because I'm holding on to something or, like, I'm upset. It's just, I said my piece, I forgive you, but... You've crossed the line yeah. that I cannot restore anything with you afterwards.
0: But that's totally fine. Yeah. That's totally that's fine. That's why we said it doesn't mean that you have to you stay. You don't have to you stay. You don't stay have that. to stay. But just bringing it up because this is something that recently happened to me and I never thought that, honestly, like you would have asked me to use and all you, you're fucking bent. And the fact that I'm able to trust her and she's able to sit with me, like it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and,
4: and the most amazing thing is even when someone... Truly harmed or betrays or whatever mm-hmm. that you forgive, and you're at a place where you're actually sending them
0: healing. Yeah, and, and that's I, what she said. I wish she said, them the best. Yes, and I hope that they find. Well, that's that's exactly what happened, and she said that she also grew tremendously from what happened, and it was it was healing for her as well. So sometimes the the, the way you deal with something that is that is you're moving on with is creating abundance and it's creating so much. And it doesn't mean you have to come back, but it is no. also helping them
1: move forward. I can see. I remember with David how I was one that day that I forgave him in New York. Remember, and um, I I felt at the end of that like forgiveness. I felt so sad for him. That was my feelings. It was not even about me anymore. Yeah, I felt so like- yeah. If I was like poor you that you have to do this to somebody to make them to make yourself feel good. You know, like poor you that you don't know better.
4: Poor or it makes you that you like sad that, if, yeah, yeah, not poor you, you like see you know. Hurt, you're yeah, I was, I
1: was mm-hmm. like, I so wish you the best, and I hope that you never do this to anyone else, and I hope you realize how this can like affect somebody else and how it can mm-hmm. hurt them, and what you did. Like, I hope you know. And also, it was really important for me to let him know, or let that person know that like in the pile of shit that I was going through at that moment, I was able to find the light. That's amazing. And I thanked him for that also, which yes. was really difficult. But Pam
4: was like, just say
1: the word. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I thanked him for a- yep. allowing me to to live that in order for me to find the light in that big sheet
4: storm.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I'd mention, because we just have a few minutes left, is probably um, the practice of hope on a porno. I talk about it all the time. I love yeah. that. And... Um, <laughs> yeah for for like random encounters and things that are more superficial and not so ingrained but is um, that the,
4: sorry the whole hanapono is that more for when you feel like you've
2: haven't
0: showed up in a friendship the way that you should either or, way it's forgiveness i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you you're and you say why am i asking for forgiveness you know but it's because when you are you know, when you're when you're forgiving or, or operating from from that place of forgiveness and love, you're also radiating outside. So mm-hmm. um yeah, we'll put in the notes um a link to Hoponapono. To Ho'oponopono. Yeah.
3: Another thing I've been doing that's related that I've noticed is like cause you mentioned before how good it feels. Kay, you acted this way and to actually own up to it and, you know, send a message after but total but yeah, there's it called a- total what? Extreme Ownership? Yes! Okay. <laughs> that was the other thing I... Wa- really? Yes! Okay. Yes. That's the other thing I want to talk about, because Extreme Ownership, I've been applying it a lot in the workplace, mm. and it's been, like, like cha- just, it's like, a game changer. Yeah.
0: That's huge. Like, um, I'll have... Try um, when you when you have kids. They, well, they just look at you with, like, fish eyes. Did mom just apologize? Really?
3: I haven't really applied it mm. in my relationship. I, I've only been applying it, really, in my work relationships, where right. it's, like, this person is not doing the work. I, I ask, is like, this is crazy. Are they insane? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Um, let me just take ownership. If they're not doing the job right, it's my fault first. And, I, and then I just force myself to, did I delegate well? Did I explain it properly? Is there another way that I need to get through to this person? And by doing that, the, it always helps the situation every single time. Um, but out of the workspace, the thing I was going to mention is I've been trying to be more intentional, with my words and how I want someone to feel after Mm -hmm. they speak to me. So I'll set the intention before, like my mom called me yesterday and I was just like, before I answered, I'm like, what do I want right now? And I was like, I want her to feel better than she did before our conversation. And normally I can be very like quick with her or I'm like, "Um, okay, mom, like I'm working. Yeah. I'm like, I'm working right now. Can Can I call you later? But setting that intention beforehand also keeps you from needing to apologize after um, and being intentional with how you. Slowing down. Yeah, you have to, to yeah, instead of just answering.
2: Sl- we need to have that. Slowing down. <laughs> yeah. oh <my> <laughs> yeah. slowing yeah.
0: down. Instead move is in the house. What's that song? oh move is in the, the house. house. So it's like slowing down. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: that's good do <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. It is slowing down. It's not, oh, yeah. you know, the Bring phone's it. ringing and it's like, oh, like you not like answering. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a jingle for you guys.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that was a, this was this was a really cool episode. I, I love talking about forgiveness. It's probably my favorite topic. It's the one thing I think that has transformed my life. And I hope you guys will apply some of the things we, we've yeah. shared because I promise you that you will definitely find healing and ways to... We have Chloe interjecting.
1: Hello. <laughs> so, I, I just wanted to say, you know the hoponoponoponos?
0: Hoponoponoponos. <laughs>
1: okay, I I really like this concept, and I really liked it, like the because you introduced me to that, and but I didn't really find much meaning to it because it was in another language. Mm-hmm. So for me, saying it wasn't as impactful, but when I actually started saying the words like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I love you, forgive me, or... You did the best you could. You tried as hard as you could. You did what you could with the tools you had. Like, and I actually put the English words and I repeat them to myself. It really helped me. So if that can help someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Thank you.